Welcome back to episode three, <laughs> right? Three, yeah, of <laughs> episode three, three yeah. podcast. Quick turnaround from the last episode. Um, Gabe actually has time this time, right, Gabe? I and do, I do. I had time last time. What do you no, mean? You didn't, you didn't have time You're the reason why it came out so late. Doing it for the fans, bro. Um, Sorry, right, fans, so I let you guys down. On the proverbial agenda today we'll just be talking about the ravens first as opposed to the top of the eagles first because the eagles have been through a lot lately yeah by lately yep. i mean the last two nights because that's how it is with the philadelphia eagles in 2021 slash two, well yeah no it's 2021 2021 um, yeah 2020 2021 eagles but uh let's just start right. with the ravens dog all right let's get into it so um you know ravens we had a we're on a five game hot streak right now haven't lost since what Steelers week and uh last or yesterday was another display of how good our run game was number one in the league JK Dobbins or so as a team total we had 404 yards it's pretty impressive we almost broke we we were we're up there on the records I don't know if we almost broke it or not but it was pretty damn close JK Dobbins had 13 carries for 160 yards two touchdowns career high for him Lamar had 11 carries for 97 yards Gus Edwards had 12 for 60 um and uh, you know i'm just i'm happy to see jk dobbins blossom over the course of this year he started off pretty slow you know because we had in the beginning of the season um we did a lot more rotating with our backs between jk gus mark ingram and even justice hill but now it's it's primarily jk and gus and i'm happy to see jk getting the playing time he's he's that he's deserved you know lamar played pretty well he had he went 10 for 18 113 yards and he had three total touchdowns, had a 90.2 QBR. You know, the Ravens, so we got so we're we're matched up against the Titans in in the first it's first round wild card next week on Saturday Sunday, I believe, Sunday 1 p.m. You know, it's playoffs. It's 0-0 basically. And we've it's it's our it's our revenge tour, you know. Played the Titans last year, lost in overtime, didn't go expected. Or didn't go as expected, you know, because we last year were fourteen and two. We were we were probably the hottest team in the league last year. And I, as a Ravens fan, seeing us lose in that fashion was just heartbreaking. I thought I thought last year was a year, but it is what it is. You know, we're obviously not the same team we were last year, but um, you know, th- things change over the course of a season. In order for us to beat this Titans team right now, obviously we have to stop Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, he just he had his what he he got he broke the two thousand yard yard uh, season mark last game of the season against the Texans was pretty impressive, and for us to beat the Titans, we need to stop the we need to shut the run game down completely. We also got to shut down AJ Brown and Corey Davis too. I feel like these things are all better said than done, dog. Like they got yeah, know, better said than done. Derrick Henry. And then you got, you know, obviously the entire Ravens defense's father, AJ Brown, right? After what happened earlier this year. It was it was not pretty. He broke he damn near broke the entire team. Yeah, well, I mean, we, we we cannot tackle last game. It's but yeah, you're right. I mean, it's all said and done. Hey, if Mike Rabel can stop can stop the 14 and 2 Ravens, who says he can't stop the uh what are you guys now? Eleven and five? Eleven and five. Yeah. I mean, yikes, bro. It's it's we had our hands full. Arthur Smith but, has coached up Ron Tannehill very well. Yeah, but you know, I I don't feel I I feel a lot more comfortable playing the Titans compared to 
at least like the Bills. Like the Bills are the hottest team in the AFC. They put yeah, up they put up fifty six points. I think I think the Bills are probably the like at this moment in time the favorites to win the AFC, and it's not the Chiefs because I think that Chiefs. Why do you say that? So I think that the Chiefs are actually more of a stoppable force right now compared to the Bills. Okay, so I, I misspoke. Maybe not favorites because like everyone everyone has like quote unquote favorites as the Chiefs winning the entire thing, repeating. But I think that in terms of like if we look at it objectively right now, Josh uh-huh. Allen is abs is just like he is on a tear the entire bills team is on an is on an absolute tear like they're yeah they don't they he's creeping up on the mvp race i mean if it were up to me josh allen is mvp but it's not really so, if it, yeah. i think it's i think it's uh, right now i think it's aaron Rodgers. i think aaron Rodgers is leading the pack but i think mahomes and josh allen are right there with them but yeah that bills team is something to fear yeah, ah, man, I, I, I kind of like low-key wish the Bills had the one seed and the Chiefs didn't because I, I feel like, I don't know, I just feel like the, it would be so, it'd be, it'd be a lot. Wait, you think, you think the Bills are more deserving of a bye? <laughs> um, I mean, not how, not based off, based off of how they played earlier in the year or, or like, sorry, early in the year, but like, I don't know. I feel like for, as the season has developed, even, even like Josh Allen just like does not, it's just I, I, like Josh Allen does not look like he is. He, he will ever stop improving. Like, this dude just gets better every week. Yeah, I agree. And that no-look pass was disgusting. It was it was oh, dirty. Yeah. Dude, how, and man's just looking, what, to the left? Just laser. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, just laser to the right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's got, a scary team. They got dudes named Isaiah McKenzie playing, you know, out of their skin. Like, holy yeah. crap. Dude, they got weapons on weapons. Who nasty Edmonds Milano? I don't know if is AJ yeah. playing. I don't think AJ is still playing. Yeah, Trey White's nasty. I think they arguably have some like one of the best uh defensive backs as a like the whole defense. You know, Trey White, Micah Trey Hyde, White, Micah Trey- Hyde, Jordan Poyer, and um uh why am I blanking on the last uh Norman, Josh Norman. No, is is he the starter though? I don't think Josh Norman's the starter. I, I think he's I think he's the starter. Oh, is he? Is Levi Wallace the third cornerback then? He might. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to ask one of my friends. <laughs> yeah. Either Shout way, out Alex Mooney. Shout out Alex Burkle. Yeah, yeah. The, the team is just built top to bottom, like yeah, unstoppable. I agree. Right now. They're they're one of the most complete teams. Yeah, Dable McDermott. They're doing a hell of a job over there. Holy crap! Dable yeah. will get so many looks at head coaching opportunities. And I wonder how the Bills fans will feel if he goes to the Jets with a new quarterback, <laughs> assuming the Jets draft the quarterback, which is pretty damn likely. Yeah. I mean, if Dable can make, you know, Josh Allen look like Josh Allen, then uh, apparently it's been a surprise, like that out of like that draft class, it was like Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen are who uh, that are the quarterbacks that have been like playing. Who else was in that dra- in that draft class? That was what, 2017, right? Yeah, so I think we're talking about Baker Mayfield, and we're talking about Josh Rosen. Josh uh, Rosen, but I mean, yeah. hey, Bills, man. I mean, I'm I'm glad uh, you you best be glad you guys aren't playing them. You know. Yeah. Yep. Although, of course, having well, said that, Titans yeah. are no easy task. They're yeah, they're not easy. I mean, it's a playoff, so everybody's good. Everybody te- technically has the same record. Anything can happen. Yeah. Let's see how it goes. But hey, the, the hey. Ravens look like they're uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they they do. Like, yeah. The Ravens are hey, they're on run fire right now. I want to talk about the 
AFC North, best division in football. They got three teams in. Two of those teams are eleven. Two of those teams are eleven five, and then we got the Steelers. Yeah, I think I think the AFC North is the best division in football. I think just by just record alone, and obviously competing in the AFC. But yeah, I mean, I don't I don't really know what other division comes close to that. I'm trying, I'm trying yeah. to think off the top. Of my head. I don't I can't really think of one. So what do you think about the? I kind of want to talk about the. You know the fourteen-team format in the playoffs this oh, year. Yeah. What, do you, what yeah. do you think about I, that? I mean, I'm, I'm personally not a fan of it. I think twelve was perfectly fine. Um, mm-hmm. One, I don't know. I, I just it doesn't it doesn't really make sense to me. Like I'm confused as to why they even did it in the first place. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Three wild cards is three wild cards per, per division is a lot. Yeah. I don't know how I feel yeah, about it. I don't. Super I don't mind it. I mean, I'm sure you wouldn't mind it. That's how you got in, isn't it? I mean, we're the number one wild card spot, so regardless. Oh, are you? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, because yeah, you, you guys probably technically finished above the Browns. Right, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Head-to-head, we're better than the Browns. Yeah, yeah, fair enough, man. The Browns play the Steelers. I personally think the Browns can get it done. Yeah? You think the I mean, it's going it to be it's gonna be I, hard. I, I, it's... I don't know. They just lost Olivier Vernon to a torn Achilles. I think right or Achilles or ACL, one or the other. Um, yeah, obviously they don't have Odell. Uh, and they've they been playing on fire back. without Odell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. Okay. I think it just goes. It goes yeah. down to obviously their play calling. Their their play calling's been a little suspect, and Baker Mayfield's play. Yeah, I mean it's gonna be a dog fight. They I'm gotta play. To they gotta play flawless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Ch- Chubb and Hunt have to step up. Yeah, I think uh, they are, are arguably have the two best uh, best backfield. There's not really any other, m- any like many more running backs that like come. I mean, I feel like Kareem Hunt on most teams is a starting running back. Right. I mean, I, there's not a single game that I'm not that I'm not looking forward to watching uh, for Wild Card Weekend. Um, every game seems seems like it's going to be a, a fight, you know. Yeah. Um, Even the what about the football team versus? The Bucks. The reason, so the, so the one thing I'm looking forward to mostly in the in like in Washington versus Tampa Bay is Chase Young and Montez Sweat versus Donovan Smith and Tristan Wirfs. Like the, oh my gosh, like those. Oh, that's that gonna be a happen. great matchup. Yeah, holy crap, that's like, gonna be a great Chase matchup. Young gonna be across Donovan Smith, Montez Sweat across Tristan Wirfs, who I think is well, not is, but should be in the conversation of rook, offensive rookie of the year. He won't be because Justin Jefferson just broke, you know, Anquan Bolden's record of 14, what is it, of whatever, however many yards it is for a rookie. James Robinson would probably be ahead of him, so would Justin Herbert. Um, but, mm-hmm. I mean, Tristan works. Like, he's a first-round uh, draft pick. He he has shown that he can, like, play and, like, go against, yeah. like, the best defense events in the league. Yeah. I, agree. I 100% uh, agree. I mean that's gonna be so like I'm I'm gonna be I'm just gonna be looking at, I'm not even gonna like when the ball snapped I'm not gonna be looking at Brady I'm gonna be looking at Donovan Smith and um and Tristan Wurst versus Mo Sweat and uh and Chase Young like I'm I'm that's gonna be so entertaining yeah um, once the ball's in the air I'll be looking at you know Chris Godwin assuming Mike Evans plays I think I think he will play um what's wrong with Mike maybe? Evans. He went down with like a knee injury uh, during the game yesterday, but uh, Bruce Arians said that right, right, like as of today, he's like eighty percent. And then he also said uh, Mike Evans at eighty percent is better than most dudes at a hundred. So, hmm. yeah, but oh, I, I, I think I think I think Mike Evans will play. Okay, okay. Another thing I want to touch up about the Ravens are 
how they just they managed like if you watch the past four games, they've just man- the way they managed the clock and how they control the pace of the game just unbelievable. Like there's there's no point in the, there's no point in each game for the past five games where any like anyone would have thought they would have lost. They just felt like they've been they've been in control. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, it, it does seem like they've been in control of the clock, which is obviously what you want in an offense that uh, when they when they're up early that they can manage the clock and you know score points if yeah. be. Well, the issue is, I mean, not the issue is, but like I suppose where it's kind of fell apart in the past is once you go down by two plus scores. What do, what do you do? You know, how, do, do you really have it in your offense to get those explosive plays to come back? And I mean, I would argue that the Ravens do, you know, or have, have shown that they can, but, you know, I, yeah. at a certain level, is it like, is it consistent enough, you know? Right. So that, that yeah. I mean, that, that, yeah, that's the question going into Tennessee. If Tennessee, you know, like runs it down your throats with Derrick Henry or scores with, in the air through the air with Corey Davis or Johnny Smith or uh, AJ yeah. Brown, I mean, if we, if we can answer back, we'll be all right. Exactly. So, I mean, I, I'm looking forward to it. I hope it's a shootout. That'd be really cool. Uh, it'd be really entertaining to watch. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, dude. Good, good, good luck to you guys. Good luck to the Ravens. Um, Thank you. You know, I, I don't really have any personal, you know, vendetta against the Ravens, I feel like. I mean, I, was, I wanted them to win back in 2012. Was it 2012? That's Super Bowl? 20, 2012, 2013, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Best of luck, man. Best of luck. Thank you. Uh, what else? I mean, that's uh, that's pretty much it for the Ravens. Yeah, I think we could talk about the Eagles now. Yeah, you want to talk about the freaking Philadelphia football Eagles, bro? Oh my lord! Oh my lord! All right, I, I, I think I think a good place to begin is for all the stupid oh, people the, out there. The game last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for all the people, for all the dumb people out there who thought the Eagles were actually gonna win last night's game, even like during the game, like I'm. Like, I'm sorry, but like, no, you know, because, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, even though the game was, you know, a three point game, even though Eagles actually had a lead at one point, right? No, like, we, there's a, like, we did not play Fletcher Cox. We did not play Derek Barnett. We did not play Miles Sanders. We did not play Dallas Goddard. Like, we, like, no. Th- and even, you know, even before like the game started, like a couple days ago, like, I'm t- I think like Friday or Saturday, um, I think it was Mike Garofolo that tweeted out that, you know, the, the expectation is that, you know, Wentz will not play or sorry, not dress out and then Nate Sudfeld will get snaps. So, yeah, when I heard that, I thought it'd just be like, you know, a drive, not the whole fourth quarter. Yeah. So I think people were pretty, were caught pretty off guard by it. Um, and I don't, I don't blame them too much towards that end. Cause they obviously they don't follow the Eagles like the rest, like, like I do. Right. Um, yeah. but what I would say is what happened is Jalen hurts did not have a good game through the, well my voice was cracked did not have a good game through the air like we're talking seven for 20 for 72 yards and a pick yeah he, oh, he did a, he had a fair rushing right. game though right but those are again those are on scrambles right yeah right well, actually not- I, we're, we're both touchdowns on scramble i can't remember the top of my head but what i'm nevertheless like so coach peterson said you know after the game and he, and he reiterated it this morning that he was playing to win the game, and that's what he puts, and that's one of the reasons why he put Sudfeld out there. That he was playing to win the game. I don't buy it. I don't buy cap. Right. See, I don't buy it. Okay, I don't buy it. And now, you know, a couple like an hour ago, Chase Young just said today, "I know why they, 
you know, draft or they they put in Sudfeld and took out Hertz, but I'm not gonna like share out loud. Like, yeah, share he, public. He, he he doesn't want to say it on live TV. I'm sure everybody I mean, knows. I mean, the simple reason. I mean, I mean, what what could it be other than the Eagles want a better draft pick? They want to go ahead. For, they want to go from nine to six, which is a big deal because yeah, nine, yeah. A, lot, a lot. I mean, there's a high chance that more of the players that you that you know are on your radar are not there anymore, right? Right. So I'm sorry, Giants fans. Not really. Um, you guys can go screw yourselves. Uh, um, <laughs> we we owe you guys nothing. Um. And uh, if you think that six and ten can win a division, that's more of your problem than not, and not ours. Cool. Moving on. NFC East uh, for you. Yeah. Uh, and instead, you should you should have just had your, your you know Pro Bowl tight end Evan Engram just catch a ball to ice the game against the Eagles, but you didn't. So cry about it. Let's move on. We have, as of this morning, we had General Manager Howie Roseman and Doug Peterson speak to the media in the same call. Um, he has. Finally, taking back his words that he made at the, uh, from his presser that that he had um, post Jalen Hurts draft pick, calling us a quarterback factory. Um, I'm glad he has since. Um, oh, he took those words back. Yeah, yeah, he 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 rescinded those words. So I'm I'm very happy about that. Um, actually, I'm not happy. It's it was more of an expectation. I'm surprised that it took him this long. That's just because he's not really talked to during the season. Um. But what a roller coaster of a year it's been! Hey, we got the sixth overall pick. I know we've already talked about draft picks, but uh, like in, in our last episode, man, am I excited for that? Um, that that does from nine to six. That frees three spots is a lot, and this is a very yeah, talented draft saying. class too. Exactly, exactly. I mean, we could just go so many different avenues with it. Yeah, um, who knows if 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 you guys were nine, Devonta Smith, I know, or uh, like. Jamar Chase or other top receivers could be gone. If that's top yeah. receivers, top corners, yeah, absolutely. Top corners, linebackers. I mean, it is st- it is still a toss up with who goes after the first and second pick. So obviously, it's going to be Trevor and Justin Fields, right? Fields. But then, who, who do the Dolphins take? It's likely going to be Penny Sewell, right? But who? I mean, they might they they might end up taking a receiver like Devontae Smith because you know Tua likes to they would call it like screens and stuff, you know, play actions early. But he also likes to chuck it down to a fast receiver from time to time. So that, that, that'd be a good fit. But I think ideally they, they go with Sewell, Penny Sewell. But um, I mean, you never yeah. know. Either way, being at number six is, is so much better than being at number nine, right? Agreed. Yeah. Uh, okay. So there was a report out on game day, right? Like, because of course there is from Chris Mortensen uh, from ESPN. I like him a lot. Uh, he usually doesn't really say things all willy nilly. Um, he said that the the relationship, based on his understanding, the relationship between Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz is fractured. Now, Doug was asked about that in his post game press, uh, presser, and he says he not uh, from his point of view, it's not. You know, it's they have a they have a good professional relationship, and obviously Wentz is frustrated from being benched. But you know, who isn't going to be frustrated from being benched? Like who? And like people, I feel like people want to you know attack his character for like oh like he's a diva now like no bro like if you're in the nfl you want to be a starting player no matter what position you play right like that's right. that's a given. yeah so that's kind of that's kind of where we stand with that whole situation um doug, oh right that's what i was going to address so doug peterson and harry roseman are both not on the not on the hot seat right the proverbial hot seat uh they're both expected to return with their jobs um that's been you know reiterated 
uh, at least by them, by, by themselves a couple of times. But, you know, I, I'm pretty sure I think the media confirmed it on Saturday. Um, so listen, Doug, D- Doug Peterson, I, I get he, if we look at post Super Bowl, uh, for most teams, right. Especially, you know, let's just look at the ones from this decade post Super Bowl. You don't really see the same amount of success that you that you saw with the, Eagles. no, not, not for a while. Yeah, exactly. So you look at the Panthers, the Broncos, you look at that, maybe even the Ravens and the Niners. Yeah. Um, except for like the Patriots, who are obviously the outlier, right? Like you don't really see a consistent, good, you know, maybe even the Seahawks, but I mean that that might be even uh, a push. Um, you just don't see like a good like the same amount of success that we that most that we had here with Doug Peterson. I get that. At the same time, this year was a. Like the NFC East was historically bad this year, right? Um, and the Eagles were last place, four eleven and one, and we played like a four eleven and one team. There's yeah. no doubting that. I do. I am a defender, uh, um, uh, someone that says that Doug Peterson deserves one more year to see what he can do, right? Yeah. So that, that that's where I stand with him. Howie Roseman. I've thought about it a lot, okay, since since I sent out the tweet, you know, where I was like, you don't you won't want to miss this week's podcast episode. Um I've been on the fire, Howie. Listen, it, it's I'm I'm trying to keep it professional but not personal because I, I don't think I have anything personal against Howie Roseman. I just think based on the job that he's done in the past couple of years, I don't think he's the best person for the job. You know, what he did was kick kick the can down the road with the salary cap, you know, put it on later years. This year, we're not in a in as bad of a situation as most people like want us to uh, want to believe. Uh, yes, we're second most over the cap, but even then, I think you know there's there's some we have we do have some like some quick some quick moves can kind of get us you know into more of a reasonable position. We're talking about Alshon, Malik Jackson, and Deshaun yeah. Jackson, um, all the all these vets. Uh, I hate to interrupt, but uh, how yeah. how long was Howie Roseman uh, the GM for the team? Okay, so if I are we including Chip Kelly years or not including Chip Kelly years? Oh, uh, we can include him. Okay, he wasn't he wasn't promoted to GM till 2010. Yeah, till 2010 was was when he well, was officially promoted to GM. Then obviously in 20, I guess suppose 15, he had his sort of had his job taken away by Chip Kelly. So yeah, he he did he he's been he's been with the Eagles since 2000, but he wasn't actually the um. The GM till till 2010. Right. So he's been around. People, I would I would say he's he's hit some 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 dudes like some draft picks and some free agents, especially in 2017. He he he's missed a lot, right? And people like to think that it's like a almost like a lottery when it comes to the draft and free agents, but like I I don't know, man. I just I just I just don't see it. I, I don't see the argument that he, that Howie should stay. Um. I just I don't know, man. Like just the way that he has handled, you know, oh, handled like paying paying certain people that just should not like like should not have been paid as much money as they were, right? Deshaun Jackson, now Sean Jeffrey, um, you know Malik Jackson, who I suppose was tore he tore his ACL in his first year with the Eagles uh, before the season even started. So that I mean that kind of sucks, but like you know Javon Hargrave didn't really seem to be doing much apart from like you know two three or four games this year. Um, like this team played like a four eleven and one team this year, 
right? Yeah. Like, we, oh, yeah. It was a bad team. If, if you're comparing right now to Chip Kelly, Chip Kelly's that that whole that whole fiasco is I thought was far better or far worse. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was definitely far worse. Chip Kelly. I mean, I mean, the issue is Chip Kelly draft uh, hasn't even like his drafts weren't even that bad. Man, he's the one that drafted what Ertz and Lane Johnson probably. So, whew. But the question is where, where where do we go from here, right? And so now we have very little leverage with the whole Wentz situation. Sorry, Wentz has very little leverage with with his situation. Um, unless any, there's a report that came out that said that he's open to, you know, restructuring his deal in the hopes that he could be traded somewhere. Um, fair enough. Right. Fair enough. Obviously you want to go start for another team. Yeah. You don't, you don't want to ride the bench anywhere. If you're in the NFL. Exactly. You don't, you don't want to ride the bench. No, right. So, I mean, here, here, here's the issue with me. I don't, I'm I'm not going to judge Jalen Hurts based off of four games because that would be unfair. That would be asinine. That would be impulsive. Okay. Yeah, he's um, he's a rookie. Come on. Yeah, he, he's a rookie. He's been he was put in a terrible situation, uh, surrounded by garbage, uh, with a what was it? By the end of the season, now we had what fourteen different O line combinations in sixteen games. So yeah, that's great. Um, that's insane. Yeah, NFL record for those wondering. Based on these four games, okay, Jalen Hurts has not really shown that he can lead this team. If, like, at least not what, in the second half, because what do you mean? Okay, so this dude had a fifty-four point five percent completion percentage on the year. Not great. PFF, I, I believe, said he had his like turnovers. Or what is it? Plays worthy of turn of getting the ball turned over was like higher than Wentz's, which is saying something because that's pretty damn high. Listen, I'm but uh, because I, I know people yeah. are gonna come for my neck after this after this, and they're gonna text me like, "Oh, you're like you're just you know you're a, you're a Wentz fanboy, like like okay, like quit crying about hurts." Listen, I know realistically speaking, we cannot go forward with these two quarterbacks. Maybe we can. Maybe they can hash it out in training camp. Jalen Hurts said today that he'd be will. He's a competitor. He'd be willing to fight that fight it out. If, if it comes to that, right? Right. Hertz has not really, like, I don't really have the, com- my confidence level with Hertz right now on a scale of like one to 10 is like a four, right? That Hertz can be the, the quarterback of, of the franchise. Okay. Again, he got to right? cut him some slack. Jalen Hurts is a rookie, right? Okay. Okay. Like, sure. But, but I'm talking about ba- based, based on what we saw in the four games, we're talking about, you know, screens. We're talking about, Outbreaking routes, curls, um, comebacks, right? My, mainly, and then he had the the one the one throw I can remember from last night is the one where he hit JJ JJ Ortega Whiteside over the middle, um, because JJ Ortega Whiteside has you know his for his he needs his two catches every week seventeen apparently. So is that like he, the incentive the thing? Game. No, 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 because he's he's absolutely garbage. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, okay, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He had, a, I guess, kind of a somewhat of a tough contested catch. Um, Jalen Hurts put that in a good position for him. Other than that, like I said before, seven for 20 with a 25.4 quarterback rating. 25.4. Um, <laughs> lowest by an Eagle starter in, court, in, uh, in franchise history, for whatever that's worth. Not really, not really worth much to me, but I don't really like QBR as, as a rating personally. I feel about the same way that I do as, you know, wins and losses. Not a quarterback stat. But that's where we stand. Obviously, 
Now, the more I've thought about it, the Eagles could very well go quarterback in the draft, and I will lose my damn mind if we do. So, <laughs> y'all got to load up, load up on some playmakers. Yes, no, I'm fully aware, which is why we need to stop. Not we, Howie needs to hopefully look at, listen to his scouts this time. Um, take the objective best player that fits uh, uh, that fills a need that we have on the team not bpa like jalen hurts was okay the objective mm-hmm. best player that helps a whole that we have on this team which by the way a lot of them <laughs> um <laughs> yikes i don't really know what the what the rest of this week has in store um if i believe by now Malik jackson and alshon jeffrey if they are post June June first cuts, that then we that saves us about twenty three million um, with the cap. So that that that's good news. It's a good start this week. Obviously, there's a lot of player exit interviews. Um, there's a lot of and obviously we got to. Oh right, that, that's the other thing I was gonna say. We got to evaluate Jim Schwartz. The way Jim Schwartz has basically said that he's gonna contemplate retirement. Um, yeah, yeah. I think I'm pretty sure I do remember I was talking about this. He's, Wait, he, he's a D coordinator now, right? He, yeah, yeah, he, well, he was until last night, <laughs> but yeah, um, great dude. He's been, he took one year off from coaching football in 2015 after he got fired by the Lions before he was picked up by the Eagles in 2016. Other than that, he's been working in football since he was 23. So that's a very impressive track record. My hat's off to him. Yeah. Um, I think he was a, gr- a, a great, a good to potentially great defensive coordinator. Like love to invest in the trenches um on the d-line is like uh is what i mean by that and the the, the time that he, the times that he kind of fell short was when the court uh, opposing offensive coordinators and quarterback understood that hey if we just get the quick dump off um you know going like the the defensive line the scary defensive line that the eagles have is like not so scary they can't hit hit the pass rusher if we just you know get the get rid of the ball quickly so the team yeah. started understanding that and i would say yeah it's it 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 was time for Jim Schwartz to go, um, but you know my hats off to him for making uh, a lot of things work on the back end with some bums, uh, especially the the roster that we put out last night or that yeah that the Eagles put out last night with um, having dudes you've never heard of cover cover Terry McLaurin on that touchdown. Yeah, um, of course Darius Slay had a, had a great game right because he's Darius lockdown Slay. DB right there. It's yeah, my type is. of DB. Four targets, three catches, thirty-one yards, one first down, no touchdown. So, pretty good stats against Terry McLaurin in two games, I would say. Yeah. Hey, today, shout, today. shout out, shout out What's Singleton, up? shout out Singleton. Yeah, yeah. Shout, shout oh out to Alex Singleton, man. He, he's he, he's a fighter. Re- really nice dude. Um, always plays for his sister. Uh, the one one of the few very few bright spots, like him, Mylotta, and Josh Sweat are the only ones I can really think of off the top of my head from this year. Maybe, maybe Brandon Graham uh, and Fletcher Cox towards the end. But yeah, Singleton, dude. Freaking! I I, 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 I love watching that dude. I love watching yeah. that dude. He, he just he doesn't quit. He doesn't quit. No sir, no quitting him. And uh, good, I hope he takes. Got a good backstory too. Yeah, yeah. I hope he takes the job from Nate Gary because Nate Gary is bad at football. <laughs> um. All that being said, today there were a couple, you know, uh, pressers from players. Um. But the one I want to talk about was Zach Ertz. I mean. Oh, that that got me. <laughs> That that one was really rough on me. Like I, I'd be lying if I said I didn't like like shed like a, a tear or ten. You know, like I was like face down on my bed. Like I was just like like damn. Like this is really it. like 
this dude started a charity with his wife, you know, for, for the city of Philadelphia, giving back a lot, um, you know, through meals, through different events. Um, obviously, he had, I would say, the fourth down conversion in the Super Bowl was bigger than the the Philly special uh, in the Super Bowl. With that, with the, it was fourth and one, it was on a mesh concept, and he catches the ball for the first down. Uh, forward progress got him the first, and then obviously the touchdown on that same drive that got that that put us ahead by uh, five, I think, at the time. Um, before Jake Elliott's field goal after the strip sack. But I would say Zach Ertz, you know, eight-year starter for us, didn't have the season this year that he wanted. Uh, yeah. You, you hate to see a guy go out like that. I mean, you do. He's te- technically still locked in through next year. Uh, but just ba- he, it would save $5 million in, in cap if we were to either trade or release him, I believe. I don't know, man. It's it's just, it's just hard for me to talk about it because like I I love this dude. This dude's one of my favorite like Eagles of all time. Like probably right behind Foles and and Wentz because I lo- I'm a huge soccer fan. He loves you know Tottenham Hotspur as do I. Right. He also yeah. loves listening to like yeah. He's also very you know he's really grounded in his faith. Right. He loves listening to you know Maverick City music, Hillsong, you know Elevation, like right. all all these like passion like all these dudes that like I listen to. Right. When when I look at like Ertz, I just think like wow like. Okay, like this dude came in behind Brad Selleck, um under Chip Kelly, and then he just started. He he just went off, man. I mean, at this point, he has the NFL. He he holds the NFL record for most receptions by a tight end in a in a, in a single season. That's um, impressive. Yeah, that that is very yeah. It's ahead of Travis Kelsey, Tony Gonzalez, you know, uh, George Kittle. I mean, watching that presser, like I I wasn't thinking much of it. I was just watching the presser just because I just because I you know normally watch. Uh, pressers, whether it's the coach, the quarterback, or the player, or any other play, other, the other players. But w- once he started speaking, uh, the question, you know, it was the last question of of the presser. Um, he basically asked, you know, if if this is indeed our last time speaking with you, what what is the message that you have for you know the fans and for Philadelphia? And so he he started talking normally, right? And he was just talking about, hey, like, uh, you know, for the for the young guys, like the the city's tough on you, but like, you know, it, it's a great place to to play, and you know, just stick with it. And then, and then he, and then he started talking about how how much he's like how much the city has meant to him, and when his like emotions started showing him, I, I, I dude, I, I, I gotta yeah. be honest with you, bro, I lost it. Like I lost it. it. It wasn't quite as bad as like like the emotional wreck that I became once once uh once went down when he um when it was confirmed that he tore his ACL. But holy crap, dude! Like just looking back on like Ertz, and you know what? Like I I hope Ertz comes back and like helps coach or like you know retires an Eagle. Like so bad because mm-hmm. he absolutely deserves it, man. Yeah, he did a lot for that city. Yeah, he's he's done so much for the city, um, not just not like you know both on the field and off the field. Like he, I, I can't speak enough about him, like as a player and like as a person. Um, even coming just out of a, Stanford, re- realistically speaking, it's 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 pretty hard to uh to to imagine and like think that he's not going to be on the team. Like obviously we have Dallas Goddard. Then there, there's still a small part of me holding on to the to the to the fact or to the chance that maybe he does stick around for for that last for for next year. But right, I mean, he, he was even asked like, "Hey, do you want to like maybe stick with Carson um, in like a Brady slash Gronk type of you know manner?" And Ertz goes like, "Oh, like oh, like elsewhere." Yeah, 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 like elsewhere. And he goes, "Absolutely, like I I I would love to play for Carson. Uh, I'll play with Carson, the dude." And Ertz says, "You know, in his in his opinion, once is a franchise quarterback." Yeah, and they're practically best friends. Yeah, I mean they are they are practically best friends. Um, you know, bind, binded by their fate. I mean, dude, ugh, 
holy crap dude i it's like it's like hard for me to even talk like right now without getting like choked up like oh my goodness so before i uh you know cry too much again like i did earlier this morning i just want to say thank you guys as always for listening to our podcast this week um thank you very appreciated yeah very much appreciated looking forward to next week's episode when maybe the ravens pull out a w um, yeah we'll see big week big week ahead of us um and i'm sure by then we will have some more updates on the eagles uh, roster wise coaching wise um it's a pretty rough pretty it's, it's been a pretty rough couple of days for me because this team four eleven and one man like it they played like it it's a bad bad team in a historically bad division i don't know maybe with a couple of things turning around we, we can actually be okay yeah. next year um I'm, I'm gonna be i'm gonna be optimistic about it um, there's a lot of things to look forward to yeah jalen hurts yeah. development yeah I just, draft. Man. We'll see, bro. All, all, all I know is we'll see. I mean, it would probably k- kill me to see once go. If, if, if once does indeed go, that'll probably be in a couple months and not, not within the week. Okay. Yeah. Stay tuned for episode four. Stay tuned for episode four. I'll see you guys next week. Peace out. Take care. Later.